eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Good morning, Bucknutters. Welcome to the Bucknuts Morning 5 here on Monday, June 29th, 2020. Happy birthday, Mom. Had to throw that in. Happy birthday to my mother. I am Dave Biddle, and I am joined by the Dean of Ohio State Football Recruiting, Bill Curlick. We're going to have a lot of fun on today's show. We will get to some recruiting. But before we get to that, Bill, the idea of the college football season being moved this year from fall until late winter, early spring of 2021 has been floated. That seems like complete nonsense to me. I think we're either going to have a college football season this fall or it's going to get canceled, one of the two. What are you hearing about that? Do you think, have you heard anything about that from sources? And just you personally, do you think that would be a, an idea that could work? Or do you think that is a, a complete nonsensical idea like I do? Well, first of all, happy birthday, Mrs. Biddle, as well. Hope, uh, hope it's a great one there. But uh, as far as your question... I really have not heard any talk lately at all about moving the college football season to anything but this fall. And you know, I, I think most of us felt uh, several weeks ago that it was no doubt that it was going to happen as planned in the fall and everything. And, and I still think that it will, but I think obviously there, there's been some uh, reason to, to have a little bit of doubt creep up. But still, in talking to high school coaches, college coaches, uh, just people that I, I trust, there's just not any talk out there that I'm hearing right now about playing the college football season, say, in the spring. Um, you know, that was floated out there at one point. I, I just don't think that's uh, uh, likely in the least bit to happen right now. I think the, the feeling is is that um, – get this done and it can be done starting in the fall. We'll see. Um, and that actually goes down to the high school level. I've talked to a lot of uh, people about high school football and I, I've talked to a number of them this weekend, as a matter of fact, and there's still a lot of confidence that they're going to have a high school football season, not only here in Ohio, but across the country. So, you know, we'll see what happens, but that's what I'm hearing. Yeah, I'm with you. And unless you're going to permanently move college football to late winter, early spring, which they're not going to do. Another reason doing it in the spring of 2021 doesn't make any sense is then you'd be asking amateur athletes to then turn around a few months later and play a whole other season. And that's just, 
that's not how it works in football. You're not just going to take two months off and then play a, a, a whole – you can play as many as 15 games in a season. Obviously, only two teams in the country play 15 games, but, you know, almost all the teams play 13 games. You've got so many bowl games now, you're at least playing 12 games. So I just – yeah, I think there's no way we're going to see that. And um, so we are uh, in concert on that. All right, let's move on to – some recruiting. Um, Jordan Hancock, the talented four-star corner, came out on Twitter and said, I'm 100% committed to Clemson because there's been some talk maybe Ohio State could flip him. Do you agree with that? Do you think that's maybe posturing on his part, or do you feel like that recruitment is pretty much over now? Well, I don't think Ohio State's going to give up. Um, <laughs> it's hard, I think, for anyone to convince Kerry Combs that he has no chance. Uh, the guy's the ultimate recruiter, um, and there's a reason for that. And one of the reasons is he doesn't give up easy and he's great at it. So I don't think Ohio State is going to give up. I think uh, uh, they're going to stay in contact and uh, be there if and when um, there's any possibility of, of Jordan Hancock becoming a Buckeye. You know, he's been a target from day one. Um, he had Ohio State at the top of his list before he made that visit um, to, to Clemson and then committed to the to Tigers. Um, so I think they'll still work at it. And I would not, I just don't count Kerry Combs out of anything. So we'll see how that develops. Now, having said that, I've never felt there was a great chance of flipping him. I just have felt there's a chance. So we'll see how that goes moving forward. Um, I think one of the things that people need to remember, though, is that Ohio State still, uh, even with Devontae Smith um, decommitting and, and I look for him to end up committing to Alabama. But even with that happening, Ohio State has five very good defensive backs in this class. And at the corner, they're led by Jacqueline Johnson, who is absolutely elite. So it's not like Ohio State, as is, doesn't have an outstanding group of defensive backs headed to Columbus. Might they, if they don't get Jordan Hancock, is – there are a couple other corners that they're looking at in the 2021 class, as you mentioned. They like the DBs they have, but I have to think they want to add at least maybe one more corner to this class. Who are some corners they're still looking at in addition to Hancock? Well, I think they want to add at least one more defensive back. Let me put it that way. Um, and they're not going for just anyone. If a good cornerback or safety wants to commit to Ohio State with the position they're in, um, with their 18 commitments already and with five defensive backs in the class, I don't think they, they, they just decide on taking a good cornerback. I think they take an elite guy, uh, Derek Davis Jr., who is a safety. He's elite. You know, I, I think if, uh, if and when he wants to get into the class, then, um, then you take him. And, and I think he's a very realistic possibility still. Um, if they can get, though, a, a Jordan Hancock, obviously he's elite. They're going to take him. Uh, after that, can they get another corner? Um, you know, we'll see. Again, they don't have to take somebody. Jalen Davies, will they go back in on him, who has committed to Oregon? You know, I don't think that's out of the question. But right now they do have Jacqueline Johnson, as I mentioned. And people are sleeping a little bit on Denzel Burke. He's a corner they're going to play – they're recruiting him as a corner uh, out of Arizona, and he is very good. Then they've got Andre Turrentine and Jansen Dunn, who could play safety or corner. I think both of them will start out as safeties, but that doesn't mean they won't end up moving uh, to, say, an inside corner. So, again, they're in good shape in uh, – things – there's a lot of time left until December. When you're Ohio State, you, you can 
take things slow and, and, and just wait on, not wait, but uh, be patient with other guys that might come along, uh, say, when the st- football season gets started. Looking at tight end recruiting, you've mentioned on the show a few times Mitchell Evans um, is in the picture for Ohio State, big kid out of Wadsworth, Ohio, six foot seven, two 240 pounds. I believe you mentioned he's, he plays some quarterback, plays some tight end, you know, does, does a little bit of everything. Um, what's the latest with him? Just so the listeners are clear, I believe he does not have an offer to Ohio State. Do you think Ohio State will offer? Just what's the latest with Mitchell Evans? He's certainly on the radar screen. Um, and if, if you watched his um, workout film from uh, not long ago, from earlier this month in June, if you work, watch the workout film on him, you know, he's pretty darn good. Um, you know, he catches the ball really well. He's pretty athletic. Um, you know, he's, he's a big kid, as you mentioned, Dave, 6'7", about 240. Actually, he may be a little bit more than 240 pounds now. Um, kind of fits the mold of Ohio State, what they're looking for in a tight end. When I watched that video. I was very impressed with him. So he is certainly a guy to keep in mind. He doesn't have an offer yet from Ohio State, but he's a guy that I think they're going to look closely at come the start of the football season and see how he does the first few games of the season. Now, what they're going to see, though, is, is probably more at quarterback. As a senior, he is going to play quarterback. Um, I was told probably 80 to 90% of the time, but he will play some tight end, and, and he is definitely a guy that uh, I, I would keep in mind for the Buckeyes, depending on what he does early in the season, um, which, which certainly could be very impressive. It's seeming like that film he did recently, it, it'll be impressive. Very interesting. I like his versatility. I like his size. That's definitely a name to keep an eye on. And one that you tipped us off on a while. I never even knew he was on Ohio State's radar until, of course, the dean mentioned it on the show a few weeks ago. All right, let's switch gears. Uh, I think the listeners are really going to like this. I'm curious to get your take on some of the young and inexperienced defensive backs on Ohio State's roster that you know, could play either a big role this year or could play a big role down the line in future seasons. Uh, these are all going to be either sophomores, redshirt freshmen, or true freshman. Let's start with the one sophomore I have on the list. He's actually a third-year sophomore. Former five-star defensive back Tyreek Johnson. He's a corner, um, even though he kind of looks like he's safety-sized to me sometimes. He's, he's a corner. Um, I think he's going to see the field this year. What, what do you expect from Tyreek Johnson, Bill? I think you'll see the field at least on special teams. And I, I kind of think that's where it'll begin. And, you know, that's where it usually does begin. Um, you know, Came out of high school, certainly very highly regarded, you know, as we've talked about. Uh, now's his chance. I mean, there's some openings. Obviously, Sean Wade's the guy. Um, but after that, I think there are three, four guys that are that are going to or could play, and Tyreek Johnson is one of those. Um, I think he'll have to earn it, though. I think, as I mentioned, it'll, it'll begin on special teams for him, and then he can expand that to a, a bigger role, uh, depending on how he does. Next guy is redshirt freshman safety Ronnie Hickman. He was a four-star recruit. He was hurt last year. They need safeties. Ronnie Hickman could be a guy that sees the field a decent amount on defense this year. Just what do you expect out of Ronnie Hickman? I think the one thing, it'll depend on his health. And, you know, he's been out for a while now. You know, he was injured his senior year in high school. And, you know, he's been coming back from that. So he's really a wild card right now because – we just haven't seen him healthy for a while. Uh, when he's healthy, at least in high school when he was healthy, you know, he's a dynamic player, no doubt about it. One of the top players in the country at his position when he was in high school. But 
he's got to return to health. And it's really hard to say when you've been out that long to, to kind of project or, or see what he's going to do. And obviously um, these guys, you know, they were going to look at these guys and get a great look at him in the spring. And unfortunately that didn't happen. Another redshirt freshman safety. I want to ask you about Bryson Shaw, a guy that he wasn't a very highly rated recruit. I think eventually he was a four star, but the way Ohio state recruits, he was one of the lower rated members of the class. Some schools, he would probably have been like one of the top rated members of, of a particular class. What do you remember from Bryson Shaw's recruitment? Do you think he can make an impact this year at safety for the Buckeyes? I don't know if it'll be this year or not. I think though he has a chance down the road. Again, I think it'll start with special teams with him. Uh, you know, in high school, he was a three and then four tar four star type prospect and uh, was originally committed elsewhere. Um, is going, uh, then he changed his mind and, and, and went with Ohio State. And he's a guy that I think has some potential. Um, you know, I liked him coming out of high school. I liked him a little bit more than his ranking was at the time. Um, he's a guy that Ohio State definitely liked. They worked hard to flip him. And he's certainly a guy that uh, I think has a future still at Ohio State, but he's got to get on the field as a special teams guy first, I think. All right, let's talk some true freshmen. DBs to end the show here. The one I'm most excited about, of course, is Legend Cavazos, true freshman corner out of San Antonio, Texas, played high school ball at IMG Academy in Bradenton, Florida. Could Legend Cavazos see the field a decent amount on defense this year, Bill? Well, you know, anybody that's heard me talk uh, ever since Legend was uh, in high school knows I'm on the Legend Cavazos bandwagon. Uh, the kid is going to be an outstanding player for Ohio State. Um, he's just talented. You know, I, I watched him at Ohio State's camp uh, back when he was working out in front of then Ohio State coach Urban Meyer and all. And, uh, you know, they were sold on him. You know, it always – amazed me that people kept saying that he was a safety in college. And I continued to say that, no, 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 this kid is a cornerback. You know, he did start out uh, the first part of his career at IMG as a safety, uh, more out of necessity than anything else. But he moved to corner at, as a senior and he was outstanding. Um, you know, it, the first week of practice, I heard nothing, spring practice for the Buckeyes, I heard nothing but great things about Cavazos' ability and work ethic, those two things. And those two things will take you a long way. Heard nothing about great, but great things about that. And he's, I will be amazed if he's not on the field for Ohio State. He's going to, he's going to see the field, in my opinion, and, and he's going to eventually be a great one for the Buckeyes. I love it. Next guy I want to ask you about, another true freshman corner on the team, Ryan Watts, another young man out of the state of Texas. What do you expect out of Ryan Watts? I love the kid's size, first of all. You know, he, he's a big corner, has length, and, uh, um, you know, comes from the state of Texas where high school football is great. Uh, but, you know, I, I think he's going to take a little bit of time. The hope, I think, as far as Ryan Watts in his first year is that he gets on the field as a special teams contributor uh, and then works his way up. It's obviously, as we know, in a place like Ohio State, it's hard to get true game reps at your position um, as a true freshman. Um, I, I think Ryan Watts might have a chance at that, but I think, again, that for him, you know, you, you hope that he can get uh, on the special teams and maybe enough reps um, in games, and you know there's going to be a lot of blowout games, that as a second-year player, he can then become a, a, a contributor at his position at corner. 
Last two young men I'm going to ask you about are true freshman safeties. Lathan Ransom, what can fans expect from Lathan Ransom, not just this year, but in the future? What type of prospect do you think he's going to be? He's got good size. Uh, you know, he comes from a, a good high school program. I don't necessarily expect him to, you know, be a starter as a true freshman. Again, that's very tough. I think it's going to take a year or so, but I think he's got a chance to be a very good player for Ohio State. Uh, I, I just think uh, with what Ohio State does have coming back, you know, that uh, he's not going to be able to break, break in ahead of those guys. So uh, we're, we're going to have to wait a little bit, I think, for Lathan Ramson. But he has a chance to be a good one down, down the road. Now, Court Williams is listed as a safety, but he's also listed at six foot one, 221 pounds. Now, hey, I, you know, one of my favorite safeties ever was David Fulcher, and he was listed at about 235, and he's probably more like 250. So I like my big safeties, but Ohio State, I've, it's been a long time since they've had a safety that was 221 pounds. So do you think Court Williams will end up being a safety or an outside linebacker? And just you know, what, do you, what kind of prospect do you think he'll be for the Buckeyes? Uh, that's another one of those casualties of no spring practice. I, you know, cause I was told that, uh, um, you know, they're trying to find a position for him, so to speak. And the fact that they couldn't go through spring practice, they had just one week that didn't help things uh, at all. Uh, I was told that, you know, they're not sure. Is he a bullet guy? You know, the, the Pete Warner type guy, is he a safety you know, what exactly, is he just a pure linebacker? What exactly is he? And I was told that they were trying to figure that out and find out what, what position exactly he was going to play, but that didn't happen because of the shortened spring practice. So I think uh, in court's situation, that really hurt. They still got to figure out what exactly he is. You know, I know one thing is he's a good athlete who's comes from a great high school football program. Um, you know, no doubt about that. You know, when you, uh, when you play for, you know, the, the, the school that he does or did, I should say, um, St. John Bosco, you know, you're coming from a great program. Great stuff, as always, from the dean of Ohio State football recruiting, Bill Curlick. I really appreciate it, Bill, and appreciate all the listeners out there for tuning into the show. If you like the show, you're listening on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. It really helps. If you're listening on YouTube, subscribe. That also really helps. Thanks again to the Dean, and thank you to all the listeners. Hope everyone has a great day. Let's hear that Buckeye swag, best damn band in the land. Picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey.